Hey, Rad Mamas and Rad Familia. Welcome back to a Rad Mama podcast. I am your host, Araceli. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in on my motherhood camino with an honest effort to affirm motherhood as an action. I put it on. Here we go. Already the burps, y'all. If you've been listening all season, you know that happens. Um, just to remind you all, this will be a space to honor the art of oral storytelling with an authentic reflection of my mental health and how our social environments are part of raising my rad children. Uh, you can find me on the internet at radicalmama.com or you can find me on Instagram at radical underscore mama and on Twitter at radical underscore mama underscore. If you are into Facebook, uh, you can also search a rad mama podcast and you will find me there. So this last week, well, not this week, last week, uh, my daughter turned two years old. Like, I know that happened really fast. It's super cliche to say, but it is also so true. Um, I kind of just thought that she was going to be perpetually stuck at like one. Um, And for a very long time, I thought she was 18 months old. Um, But now she's two. So that's exciting. Um, We wanted to, uh, yes, with all of that excitement, we really wanted to make this birthday special because this is her last birthday as an only child. Um, And what that looked like for us was to keep celebrating Rosemary and loving on her. Um, So today I'm going to share some all reflection on how we celebrated, how it made us feel, and just how she loved every part of it. It's a very happy episode, I think. Um, So I'm really excited to share that news, and it's just such a great milestone for her. Um, I know two gets a bad rep, and I myself have been struggling with the – what is known as the terrible twos, and then I'll also talk about reframing that term. Um, Yeah, so it's just been a really great experience. I'm really enjoying her exploration and the positives that do come at this age. Um, So that's been really fun for me. So I also, again, want to thank you all for tuning in um, to learn more about my family and how we're navigating this new chapter in our lives uh, with a new fresh two-year-old and a newborn on the way. So thank you for for chiming in and being very supportive um, throughout this entire process. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. So, again, as I said, we will be discussing Rosemary's um, second birthday, and I also wanted to let you all know that we'll also, I'm I'm also, we, no one's here with me, it's just me, Um, that I will also be sharing um, what helped us during our road trip um, that I took a couple of weeks ago with my family, and then also, uh, I hope you stay till the end, so then I can share with you all how... I had been feeling about, um, you know, now being, uh, two months away from being a mom of two. And that's really been, um, I've been really trying to navigate that, uh, more recently than, um, throughout my pregnancy. All right. So like I said, I wanted to share, um, how we traveled to our first celebration destination. Um, so like our mini road trip was, a family trip. I got to see my parents, uh, my younger sister and my niece, and we were celebrating three birthdays. So my niece's birthday is the beginning of August. My mom's birthday was during that week of vacation in August. And then 
Rosemary's birthday is at the beginning of September. So we took an opportunity to be able to celebrate everyone's birthday. Um, <clears throat> and this was, um, yeah, just a way to celebrate family and be together. And it was just really super awesome. So also, if you have been following on Instagram, you know that this was our first super long road trip and I was looking for the best tips and tricks. I kind of, um, a few months back, I have to tell like a little like anecdote story before. So, you know, like where I, where my thinking started, um, for father's day, I had planned a really great day trip to Point Reyes, um, for my husband. It's one of our favorite places to go. And, um, we didn't anticipate the, like, for, for whatever reason, I thought the trip was shorter. We've done it before. Um, and it just seemed so much shorter. Uh, traffic didn't necessarily, there was no real, like, traffic accidents or anything like that on the freeway to um, make it an extra long trip. It just felt extra long because Rosemary was really fussy. And I believe it's because she had outgrown her car seat. So um, as we were getting ready for this road trip, we were... It was the first time we were taking um, the new car seat. It's a Diano, Diono car seat. Um, kind of did some uh, re looked at research reviews on TikTok and on Amazon um, for these um, for different types of um, car seats that are affordable and that will last and feel secure and sturdy. So I really love this car this car seat. Um, Rosemary really loves it. So um, it was going to be our first time taking her for. Yeah, for um, for a long road trip. So you can find those story highlights under Rad Road Trippin' um, on my Instagram. So there's like a little circle thingy saved thing uh, that says Rad Road Trippin'. So you'll see people's advice. I reposted people's advice there and then um, just shared what really worked for us. So if you're a more visual person and you want to understand what I'm talking about, you can go and visualize it there. So I first asked for, yeah, like I said, parents' advice when traveling with a toddler. And a lot of the responses were telling me to pack plenty of snacks, uh, make the snacks easily accessible for the co-pilot. So uh, Vinny had the entire snack bag or like our main fun bag with him in the front seat um, as my co-pilot. We don't sit in the back with Rosemary. Uh, I know that that's a, a norm for a lot of families. Uh, we just never did it. Also, I'm the person that drives, so the I'm just like really used to driving and being in the front seat, and so that's my role um, when we go on road trips. And Fanny's my co-pilot, <clears throat> but Rosemary's always been very great and independent in the back seat, so it's not really like an issue for us. And so we were just making sure that we were ready for that. Uh, so yeah, people were telling us to make the snacks accessible. So we did that. Um, and then to plan for stretching stops. So Vinny spent an entire week looking for places that we can stop at. Um, some places were a little bit out of the ways, but we, you know, more or less, excuse me, more or less had an idea of which cities we wanted to stop in. Um, not to like go and see, but either to get refreshments, go to the restroom, um, stretch, uh, get gas, all that good stuff. So that was like part of his research. And then also to pack a, uh, pack like a variety of the kids' favorite toys and books to plan and to plan like, uh, before nap time and have a lot of, of, um, patience. Yeah, so having that mindset, that patient mindset was something very important for us. And um, 
yeah, I also polled um, if a tablet worked on the road. And so 58% of you all said, yes, a tablet worked. So in order to prepare, I ordered a traveling tablet table to place across Rosemary's lap. Um, something that's like foldable, you can fold open and put it, cross it over. It's designed also to have a tablet cover. So, or that's part of the design and you, um, you stand it in there. <clears throat> we don't really let Rosemary use a tablet or anything. We just kind of had one, um, like laying around and we don't ever really use it either. So, you know, we charged it up and downloaded movies, um, and stuff like that. So we can have it just in case. Um, so going back to the the table design, uh, it not only had a tablet cover, but it also had a dry erase tabletop and uh, a little cup holder that you would have to, uh, you know, pop up yourself. And then little pockets for either toys, markers, or snacks, so it's easily accessible um, for the kid. So we totally thought we nailed it. We had everything planned. Thank you all to your advice. Um, it really made us feel more assured that we were going to like kind of nail this. Yeah, we like really felt so prepared with all of your support. Um, and with all of the best suggestions around like the time frame, um, the snacks, toys, and tablet, we thought we had everything on point, like I said. Um and so everything was pretty much a success minus the uh, tabletop and tablet. So after we had stopped um, a little bit before Fresno, um, we tried putting um, Rosemary back in the car and tried putting the table over her lap. Excuse me. And she did not like it. So tried sending it to the side, tried um, turning on the movies that were downloaded and they would not play, even though it says that you didn't need Wi-Fi access. It was the tablet was still asking for Wi-Fi access. So that was a total bust. And since we don't normally use a tablet um, of anything that is, we were just like, screw it, whatever. She's been doing fine this entire time. She doesn't need to like watch anything. She's been entertained with the scenery. Um, and then, like I said, Rosemary really hated the car, the car tabletop across her legs. She pushed them, kicked them. Um, so that was unnecessary. That was a, felt like an unnecessary purchase. Um, she, yeah, like I said, just preferred looking at the scenic road. She was vibing, um, to our road trip tunes and really just munching away. So she had a really great time. Thank you all for your support. Um, on our way home, she was more fussy. So on the way to our destination from Oakland to Three Rivers, that was very successful. But then on our way home from Three Rivers to Oakland, um, she was way more fussy. So we had to take longer pit stops and use Vinny's phone uh, for YouTube since the tablet was still not working in our favor. We kind of just like left it alone. So we used um, Vinny's phone for for YouTube. Uh, yeah, so that's what really helped us out. She did a really great job. Um, now that we did that, I feel more confident that we'll be able to do more road trips. Um, maybe gain the, the strength or the possibility to go like all the way down to LA. I haven't been to LA since before the pandemic. So that's been a very long time. Maybe we'll make that trek uh, sooner rather than later. And yeah, so that is how we got to and from our first 
birthday trip. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break so that I can come back and share with you all our birthday fun that we had with Rosemary. Let's get into Rosemary's birthday celebrations. They're so cute. So it, like I said earlier, it all started on our family vacation uh, that we took during mid-August. And so we met my parents, my sister and niece in Three Rivers. It's a little town outside of the Sequoia National Park. I had never been there before. Uh, my family's never been there before. So this was like super fun to do this, um, this very new adventure with my family. And during this trip, like I said earlier, we celebrated um, the three different birthdays, my nieces, my moms, and Roros. So we had all kinds of like different things planned for the days and like different activities and um foods and things that we were going to cook together because we we're all staring staying at an airbnb so um that was super cute and it was just a really fun um trip to plan and to to be around so for her first birthday celebration i don't know yes i'm sorry for her first birthday, we were in the middle of fire season in Northern California, and the pandemic had been keeping us all apart. So we did a Zoom party, all while trying to keep our house like super cool and clear of smoke. So I don't know if you all saw in um, 2020, in September 2020, uh, the fire season that was happening in Northern California. And our skies were orangey red for multiple days, all day long. It was super creepy. Um, so we had to keep our windows shut so we wouldn't get ash in our house. Um, but we also don't have air conditioning. So we had to have a whole system to keep the house cool and um, the air nice and clear of smoke. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that was... It made our little Zoom time a little uncomfortable for us, but we really tried to push through it. Um, Rosemary was very cranky and really didn't realize what was happening. Again, it was her first birthday. Um, and so her cognition isn't wasn't as developed as it is now, like a whole year later. So that was just a little, it's not the first birthday that I imagined for her. So that kind of like was a bummer for us. And um so that's why I really wanted to celebrate while I was with my family. And the day that we celebrated was the last night we were all together on our trip. We decorated the Airbnb with Toy Story party supplies because Rosemary's super into Toy Story right now. Uh, we made a cake and ordered pizza. Uh, so to keep with the theme of Pizza Planet. Uh, and she also loves pizza. It's one of her favorite foods. And we just had a Toy Story marathon most of the day and even had some pool time because the Airbnb we had stayed at was... Um, had a pool so it was also her first time in a pool this, that week um and it was super fun so she was just like chilling and grooving and had all of her favorite things um with family so that was like really exciting uh when we were planning to celebrate her her second birthday i really wanted to make sure that we took advantage of being with loved ones to celebrate her because like i said before we really weren't with anyone. Um, we were still by ourselves, just the three of us. Um, and so, yeah, so we just really, really wanted to celebrate with loved ones and make it super special for her. Uh, like I mentioned, everything was decorated with Toy Story and she was just in awe. She sat a 
across the dining room table just admiring her cake and decorations like she was not even trying to go and touch anything she was just standing on a chair at the very opposite side of the table and just um staring at it it was perfectly set up for her to admire so she just thought it was so cool uh, and you could see that she did feel special and feel love that day because everything that was her favorite thing was happening. So it was just, it, it just felt good. It was great to give that kind of um, fun and smile on my daughter's face. It, it felt really, really great. And so different from, like I said, her first birthday. So when we did this in August, that was two weeks before her actual birthday. So we still had time to plan something for her at home, um, thinking about just the three of us. Um, and so on the day of her birthday, we did end up sending her back to daycare because it was the first week back from vacation. And then after vacation, she had a week off because she was sick as well. So, um, yeah, like as a youth developer, I know like it's important to maintain consistency. So I had to get her back into her routine as best as possible. And also on another practical note, um, I need to save my vacation time for my maternity leave. So I couldn't take another uh, day off. I planned for that day to be super fun. Um, with the permission of her daycare provider, I was able to send uh, little goodie bags for the other kids there. There's no cupcakes or cakes or anything like that because of the obvious COVID-19 pandemic that we are all still in. Um, so I wasn't going to like expose the kids to, you know, foods where they don't know where it's coming from and rather just give them like little um, snacks. And plus a lot of the students or a lot of the kids at the daycare are younger than two. So they eat more soft foods. Um, their needs are different. So anyways, I was able to take the goodie bags, um, ordered some excuse me, ordered some bags from Amazon that were like of the Toy Story characters. And then Rosemary got to wear a t-shirt uh, with Jesse on it from Toy Story. So she got to choose either from the Jesse t-shirt or from the Bo Peep t-shirt from Toy Story 4. Um, and so she loves Jesse. She loves Woody the most, actually, I think. But anyways, um, as soon as she saw the t-shirts, the first thing she said was, yeehaw. So I think that meant that she wanted the Jesse t-shirt. So that's what she got to wear. Um, and then also at daycare, they sang happy birthday to her. Um, it's also her provider's birthday as well. So they did it for the both of them. And then um, also, so then after daycare, she you know, had a great time with everybody. And all the kids also um, painted little pictures for her. So during their painting hour or crafting time, uh, all the gifts that they gave to her were their little paintings for the day. So it was super cute. And then um, when we got home, we ordered pizza again. Uh, we did our own birthday song. And then my family called to wish her a happy birthday. So she really loved enjoying hearing the happy birthday song. Um, thought it was like super cute and would uh, do a little like body dance. And um, instead of getting a cake for her, uh, we ordered pizza from a local uh, shop. And then they also sell like... Um, the cookie pies. I don't know how else to describe them other than saying like pizookies because I'm from SoCal and there's that one restaurant that sells those. Can't remember what it's called. Anyways, so it was like a big old cookie pie, um, which was super good. Uh, we ate that and that was her cake for the day. Oh my God. Okay. So I almost forgot to mention that uh, the night before we also decorated the dining room 
and the living room with all the Toy Story decorations that we used from the trip. And then we had added balloons because we didn't use the balloons on the trip. There was already balloons from the two previous birthday days. So again, we put up like Toy Story character streamers in the doorways and anywhere like where they could be hung uh, just to make it more festive. Um, we put a sign that says happy birthday across our mantle and then um, a sign that says to infinity and beyond um, in our other doorway. And then my mom had gotten Rosemary Piñata from Tijuana of Buzz. Also in the archway with the two infinity and beyond. So she thought that was really cool. Um, we did not break the piñata because I don't think... She's never done a piñata before, but I also just want to save the buzz. I'm very nostalgic. Um, I'll have to do something with it later, I guess. Um, let's see. What else did we do? Yeah, so she just, like, really loved the decorations when she woke up. Um, we came in, and we were, like, both, like, super excited to pick her up in the morning. And when we opened the door, she uh, – <coughs> excuse me. Uh, she dropped her jaw and said, wow, and just saw all the decorations were pretty cool and definitely love the balloons. Um, and from that moment on, I think she knew that that day was special. Uh, yeah, so like I said, she had, we watched Toy Story in the morning while we were getting ready. Um, like I said, like everyone at daycare had made it special for her. So it was just really great. Um, yeah, so she just had a really great special day. And, uh, she just loved all the singing of happy birthday. Every single time she received it, she didn't seem to be bothered by it. And also, um, so she got a really rad gift that Vinny got her. He got her her first guitar. Um, I will, the, the guitar is from Lug. It's this company called Lug. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Um, but basically, my husband loves to knock around the guitar on the weekends. And so whenever he's, um, you know, playing the guitar, she comes and tries to play with him as well. Um, and yeah, so it's a really important uh, family tradition on his side of the family. Uh, my father-in-law and my brothers-in-law all knock around the guitar um, and they jam out to bluegrass. And so that's something that's really important to him. It's a family tradition that Vinny has been so excited to pass along. So he really wanted to get her her first guitar. Um, and he did that. And it was really great. Um, we found the Lug, which also comes with flashcards and a downloadable app to learn how to play the guitar three chords it doesn't come with the six chords because it's for, made for littles so they just start off with three chords um and it's a great first starter guitar if you're trying to nurture music into your child or if your child is musically inclined it's a really great um thing to do we haven't used the app yet or used the flashcards yet because i think rosemary's just a little bit too young for that and so the goal is just to get her excited about her own guitar she weirdly enough was really way more into the guitar stand than she was the guitar um i think it's because it looks like forky like the the shape of it, it looks like forky and so maybe she was imagining that that's what it that it was him and they were playing but anyways, um, the guitar is a hit. We are very excited for Rosemary to mature that talent and that interest. Um, so maybe she can fully understand like the music lessons that are going to happen ahead of her and what it means to be part of like her family and, and part of her family culture. 
Um, and then, so that was like all that we did on the date of her birthday. So again, like I said, the first part of the birthday was celebrating in Three Rivers and then the actual day of her birthday. And then for the weekend, uh, we planned to go to the Bay Area Discovery Museum, um, which is in Sausalito, a couple of maybe like 45 minutes north of us. Um, and then we also invited my comadre Tao and her daughter Shantavi. So we can celebrate her birthday with like a, one of her really like cute friends or prima amigas, you know, uh, Roro and Shantavi love hanging out together. So we knew it would be a hit. Um, yeah, we're just really happy to do that adventure together. Um, in preparing for all of that, you're supposed to like order your tickets in advance. Um, but because my husband work, uh, my husband's job, uh, we were hoping to get in free because of, um, museum discounts, you know, across the Bay Area and different things like that. So we waited um, to buy them at the last minute when we got to the door. Since we don't go out often um, because of the pandemic, we kind of like forgot to realize that many families visit on the weekends um, and do all their fun activities. We just didn't put two and two together um, about trying to get tickets um, ahead of time. And, um, yes. So yeah, we were just like so unaware. Um, so there's just like itty bitty lessons that we keep getting taught throughout our experiences. And anyhow, so going back to like arriving at the Bay Area Discovery Museum, I will also leave, uh, information, the museum information in the show notes, just so y'all know. Um, so when Vinny was trying to get the tickets for the morning, um, they let us know that there was no availability, um, because at least in the morning shifts because they do time ticketing uh so we would have to wait until one um to be let in and that is also usually rosemary's nap time um so but we had already driven we were already there i was like fuck it let's just hang out chill have lunch outside um along the shore um the bay Air discovery museums in fort baker um, and it's like a little like park type thing and where you get a nice view of the Golden Gate Bridge, um, and people on their boats and fishing and kayaking. So it's super cute views. Um, so we just sat there and ate with, um, Tao and Chantari. you know, all of us had, or the, the girls had fun and had their lunch, excuse me. Um, the adults were waiting to get their lunch inside. Um, so yeah, uh, I was like, all right, let's just like fuck it with her nap. Um, it's her birthday. We just want to have a really good time. Um, and she could always take a late nap later, um, for the day. Maybe if she fell asleep in the car, you know, like there's ways that we'll get around it because she will get tucker herself out. And I am usually very strict about sticking to her daily routine, but I am also conscious that life requires flexibility. These are the memories that we are making as a family and as friends. So the girls really had a great time um, and we get distracted with different activities because of their respective ages. So yes, we spent time together, but then also the girls went and did their own activities. So it was really awesome where they got to explore independently and together. Um, there's like a two year difference between Rosemary and Shantavi. So of course, Shantavi's um, more inclined to enjoy some of the more ac complex activities. And like I said, Rosemary was nearing once we got into this is all once we got into the museum, we did, were able to get in um, probably about like 1230. So we were able to get in a little bit earlier and families were had already been leaving from the morning. So um, 
Yes. So, uh, what was I saying? I don't know. But, um, okay. I guess, like, the only real bummer moment we had for the day, um, given that it was supposed to be Rosemary's nap time, she did get, like, really fussy. So, um, we would change different activities and she would get upset because she was really into one thing and we wanted her to explore a little bit more, um, or meet up with, you know, our friends. Um, so that had happened. That was something that we had to navigate together and really just have to have patience as parents and partners together. Um, our patience was definitely getting, uh, very thin because we were also very hungry. Um, anyways, uh, another thing that did happen um, throughout the day, actually, another super bum bummer moment was that uh, Rosemary had fallen on a rock and had busted her lip um, next to the sandbox. So I was trying to eat my lunch and while Vinny was watching her um, in a moment's in a moment's notice, that's when she um, fell. You know, these things happen. Um, kids are going to fall and hurt themselves and although like I got up and I rushed to get it I still had to think about um the reality of who she is as, as a kid right she's learning what her boundaries are and it's okay so um and I as a kid would get like hurt all the time so I have to also remember that I checked her lip and her teeth and she was just bleeding from um the lip because it my assumption is that her tooth fell into the lip, um, and that's what had hurt her, not necessarily like the rock. So, um, just having to try to stop the bleeding and she wasn't, obviously she did not like me going into the area that was hurting her. Um, but yeah, she had no damage to her teeth or her gums. Um, and then we were able to stop the bleeding fairly quickly. And then I handed her off to Vinny her off to Vinny for a cool down walk. So after I got everything situated, um, then I handed her off to him, um, so he can cool down with her or they can, ugh, she can cool down with him. Now I know that right now as I'm describing this incident, it kind of sounds like a fairly chill situation, but it was like super far from chill. Um, I can feel myself sweating about it already. Um, Rosemary was crying bloody murder, um, and the way we handle stressful situations in public may differ from time to time, so I will not divulge on the tiny details of how each of us reacted because I respect that Vinny prefers our disputes to stay private. Um, but, you know, we were hangry, we were tired, uh, we both wanted to help her, um, and the way that we were trying to help Rosemary didn't necessarily seem to align in the moment. Um, so that's where like sense of frustration, um, probably came from and you know, they happen and sometimes we argue head on or I give the silent treatment, um, when things like this happen. So I'm just going to keep it. That's as real as I can keep it. It wasn't super cute or fun or easy. Um, you know, I was sweating. My armpits were sweaty. I was like worried about Rosemary, um, making sure that she was okay and as was Vinny. So um, it was a stressful situation, even though I was, yeah, even though I'm kind of talking chill about it. So um, yeah, we talked through the situation uh, that had happened throughout the day. And in discussing part of that was based on character improvements and which parts um, are completely situational um, in the environment 
which is beyond us is like part of the discussion that we had. So I like to think that like after we're frustrated with one another, we do take time to talk to each other about what is in our control and what isn't and how these different environments affected how we responded to one another. Um, so it was a really great day nonetheless. Um, even though that we had a few hiccups, Rosemary still felt really special and loved. Um, you know, the falling was just one part of it. And that was the goal, um, that we met and and we met it as a family, right? The goal was to make Rosemary feel special, loved and cared for. And we achieved that. And so that's why this birthday is a success. Um, I also just wanted to thank everyone who had wished Rosemary a happy birthday. We thank you so much for sending her love. Um, and with all of your blessings, she had a really great birthday and felt very special. Like I've uh, mentioned several times already, I'm still feeling really excited about it, that she had such a great birthday. Um, and our firstborn is about to be a big sister. So our goal is to honor her role in this family and to guide her with intentionality trying not to make her feel neglected. So leading up to it, I want her to continue feeling special, that she will always have all of our love. All right, so before I get deeper into it, let's take a break. And I want to close out with my final thoughts, uh, kind of mourning my only child and celebrating the fact that I will be a mom of two. So uh, I just want to be be a little vulnerable with you all and how it's making me feel right now. So Stay tuned. Um, thank you for staying during that break. I basically undressed because I'm don't like wearing clothes right now um, in the evenings and uh, got myself ice cream. So a target order that I made came in. I ordered Rocky Road and cook, not cookies and cream, cookie dough. Mm-hmm. So that is what I am eating right now because I'm pregnant and I love my cravings. All right. Uh-huh. That's so good. And that's such a good combination. All right. So at the time of this recording, I am now 32 weeks pregnant with my second child. And although, um, the first week in September was full of row celebrations. I kind of at times found myself feeling a little sad, not necessarily for me, but for Rosemary. Um, this was going to be her last birthday as an only child, and we are zeroing in on her final months as an only child. So it just kind of feels like it's not like it's coming to an end. I guess like this chapter is coming to an end. Um, I kind of re- tried looking for like different blogs or you know, content or posts about, um, how do you make this process easier on yourself? And I couldn't really find anything that suited me. Um, I, I just don't feel satisfied with what I, with maybe some of the information I did find or like that there was lack of information, um, around this kind of feeling. I'm not necessarily sitting around like crying, but rather more thinking and wondering and trying to figure out some sort of like contextual reason as to how to create a nurturing environment for everyone. So that's kind of like more like what my process is. Like, how do I split my time with everybody? Um, and I feel like I'm part of like in a nesting phase. So some of my priorities is organizing clothes and wanting to rearrange the bedroom. 
So again, how do I create a new environment where Rosemary doesn't feel neglected and still feels very special? So part of that was going to buy her a new bed, which is what we did today. We haven't switched her into her toddler bed yet. Um, she skipped her nap, so um, we don't want to make a shift on a day that she didn't get a full nap or anything like that. Um, so just trying to make like these shifts happen. Some of these changes happen before um, our our second kid comes because we don't want it, to, Rosemary, to connect those two uh, things together. And another worry that I've been having is like um, just kind of worried that my girls are not going to be best friends and that they may argue or resent each other. Um, that's something that I, I really fear a lot. And I worry if like Rosemary will feel neglected and take it out on the baby or on me. Mm. You know, I don't want her to feel that way. So I'm just really like thinking it, thinking it through and trying to create a consciousness. Um, so like even like throughout this process, it feels like it's easier to think about like the more t tangible things that need to happen, like the changing table, car seat, um, you know, getting the muebles and everything like that. So reviewing like how to create a newborn schedule, like those all seem very tangible and easier to navigate. But no one really can tell you or, or comfort you as you mourn like the last months with your first baby. I kind of feel like it's a part of the process. I sorry, my ice cream fell. Um, yeah, it's like a weird part of the process that no one really prepared you for. And I'm just really trying to navigate that. I still feel so unsure as I'm saying all of this out loud um, about it all. Yeah. So, um, in like my research, the only things I really could find were like the best advice, um, type of post. And so that really also didn't feel helpful to me. Like I said, I'm still trying to figure this out and how to deal with, with this. Um, but I hope that we can navigate this together, um, as a family and as a community. Oh, like I wish I could end this with some sort of like wise one-liner, but at this moment I really can't or, you know, just kind of like spitting out all this uncertainty where I'm at. So if any of you like parent are parents of like two or more, um, and you have like wise words for us, like, please share them with me. Um, I think I really need like a, a boost of support, uh, when making this transition. You can feel free to email me at aradmamapod at gmail.com. I'll leave the, my email in the show notes as well. Or you can um, go into my DMs on Instagram at radical underscore mama. Um, again, just thank you for like listening to me like ramble about my uncertainty of becoming a mom of two or like having learning how to navigate that. Um Yes, at this moment, like I said, I am 32 weeks pregnant and we are kind of in the thick of it. I will be going on maternity leave in about five weeks um, and I am due in eight weeks. So we're going into it. Um, also want to let you all know that this... Um, 
this is the second to last episode of season one. I will end um, with episode 12 um, where I'm bringing Vinny on and we're going to discuss like more about how we're feeling and preparing for baby number two and also like how parenthood has shifted our relationship or I guess like also made it stronger um, because we did have some really difficult times in the middle of the pandemic. Um, so hopefully we get y'all can tune into our season finale, um, in a couple of weeks. And if you have any questions that you want, uh, me and Vinny to answer, you can also send them to my email or, um, to my DMs and Instagram. All right. So with that, um, don't forget to also rate review and follow the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, it really helps, uh, boost up my listenership. Um, so leave, leave a review on Apple podcasts. It really helps other rad mamas find our community and listen. All right. So, um, thank you all for your support. I look forward to hearing from you all about your uh, parenting advice with going into child number two. All right. Y con eso, stay rad familia. Thank you.